Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the CE Okoye Podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, once again to the CEO Okoye Podcast. It's your host, Chima Okoye. And today, yeah, we've been away for a while, but now we are back with a bang. And I say we are back with a bang because we have a special person, a special personality in the studio here with us today. He is none other than the one and only the most sought after. <laughs> he is none other than Solomon Bucci. Welcome, Solomon. <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, Chima Okoye. It's actually a great privilege to be on your platform. I mean, we all have our platforms, but then when there is this convergence where mm. we can actually synergize, it's 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 great because when thought leaders actually come together to have conversations, we basically drive these conversations so that people can relate to what we are saying and just like i normally say that conversations actually help us unravel wisdom or unravel ignorance mm. and i think that ignorance is such an important thing to have <laughs> because <laughs> yes because actually That's ignorance precedes wisdom mm. so you have to be ignorant before you are wise yes, and yes. and how do you know that your 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 views or your your ideologies or whatever you think is actually you know erroneous or whatever it's actually by having conversations yes, that's how you yes. get to learn so yes. conversations should be normalized so i'm super excited to be on this episode of your of your podcast and i hope we have an amazing i know that we'll have an amazing sure time. sure sure yeah. <laughs> why not why not <laughs> yeah all right all right so we're going to go right into what we have to say but then before we go ahead Talking about conversations, mm. uh, can you just tell us real quick what's what's that one thing, or what is it that it, that that has informed your your passion recently, or in fact generally in life? Because I I follow you on social media, I see how passionate you are about what you're doing. I see how passionate you are on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I mean, yeah, on Twitter and on Instagram, I see how passionate you. Are. So, what is that one thing, or what is it that has really really inspired this passion in you? Um, there are many things that actually inspire me, but I think um, on the top of the list, I would say is the knowledge that I know that I'm not here by biological accident. I am not mm. here as a result of um, coincidence. Yes. I am religious, I'm Christian, so I believe in God and God actually created me for a reason. Yes, yes. And if God found me worthy to be here, then I have to find myself worthy mm. to do what he's called me to do. Yes. So, and nobody can actually, and that's why I carry myself with such confidence and courage. And when I speak, I speak as do, not as do I speak with so much um, of authority because I actually understand what God has actually bestowed on me and what he's actually called me to, 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 to say. I mean, obviously with humility and understanding that, that, I am serving, but at the same time, not trying to economize the truth mm. to appeal to the predominant woke culture right now <laughs> that every like a lot of um, millennials and young people are actually appealing to. So basically, I think that that is the one thing that inspires me. I know it sounds really cliche, but yeah, God really, ins what he has for me, what he said about me, what he's told me about myself, what he actually thought when he was creating me, mm. you know, actually is the reason why i think that i am the way that i am and i'm actually really passionate about what i do hmm. thank you thank you makes a lot of sense okay so today we're going to right now i'm going to be diving right into what we have to talk about and that is dealing with 
grief or the loss of a loved one or how do you how do you do that how do you do what's the best way to do it because we mm. find out that a lot of people lose it generally a lot of people lose it totally when when they lose a loved one they some people even go into depression some yeah. people slip into serious depression some people some, some people just lose their minds and so on and so forth so the the the, the purpose for this episode is to is to let people understand that some of us as we are we are not just superhumans we are not we are not meta humans we are all actually flesh and blood like every other person we've gone through these things and we've come out well or in fact some of us still deal with some of those things till today but we found a way mm-hmm. to go through it because i don't think that you ever get used to the loss of a of a loved one i don't think you totally actually when it is a loved in fact there's nobody that dies that you get used to it totally i don't know sha i'm just saying yeah but there there, there has to be a way that we can go go around, around it. it yeah so but then i have a very very short it's a long story but i'm going to give you a short yeah. version of it i'm going to share my own story and then let you or let us yeah we, do we our to, thing yeah we'll have to do our thing together <laughs> but i'll still let you talk <laughs> no <because> problem you, <laughs> yeah okay so on the 22nd of may yeah 22nd of may around 8 8 p.m i got a call from my mom and then she was like ah shima um where are you I told her I'm in, I'm in the house it's like okay and um, where are your sisters i told her she said okay you have to be strong you have to be a man I was like, okay, what has happened? <laughs> she said, your, your father is gone. Mm-hmm. I just smiled. I said, okay, no problem. So I had to, because at this point, I had the responsibility of telling five girls who don't play with their father, that their father, who they love so much, in whom they are well pleased, has gone. <laughs> when I tell you the way, they, as in, when I tell you that they love this man, there is this type of love that... They they had they it's such that they I've even heard them talk sometimes. Mm. I'm going to I'm going to expose them. I've even <laughs> heard them talk sometimes and they're like, if I can't that, is, that they need th- that they should be able to see at least a portion of this in whoever it is they will end up with. Mm. He was he was like that to them. He models such, such a very great man. I'm telling you, even to me, eh, there's sometimes there'll be an issue in the house and I'm like, okay, let's get somebody to come and fix it. The next thing I'll hear in my head is, is this what your father would do? Is this what daddy would do? Immediately, I'll get up and do it by myself. Mm. Most times, we end up getting someone because it's something I just can't do. But if it's something that I can do, I do myself. So, that's by the way. I had to find a way to tell them. And by the time, it was a difficult task, Mm. I told them. But, I didn't really, really, it didn't really, really get to me not until the day I went to see his body in the mortuary. That was the day it really got to me, seeing someone who, the last time I saw him, he was alive, he was strong, he was healed, he was Healthy. full of life, yes. Now I'm seeing him, he's lying lifeless. No matter, he didn't go on vacation. Exactly. He has gone, he has gone, he's never coming back. And that really got to me. And that was when I broke down and I cried for the first time. Mm-hmm. And probably the only time. And, um, but... What really helped me by and by throughout that period, because I don't think going through the whole story is not very, very necessary. But what really helped me throughout that period is the memories that he left. 
the memories he left with us, how loving he was to us, how how much of a complete man he was to us, mm. you know, how present he was to us. These were the things that helped us go to, or that helped me, pers- pers- that helped me personally yeah. to go through this time, through this, you know, this process, this period. Exactly. You know? So that's just my own, that's just basically my own story. It, it's, it's something that helped me to, you know, like I consoled myself with these things that, okay, first off, I know he's in a better place. And second, he wasn't bad to us when he was alive. He can never be replaced, to be honest. And I say this even for every other person who has lost someone out there. Your per- your loved one can never be replaced. Yeah. Not by not by anything, not with anything. But the only thing you can do, or the only thing I did in my own case was to hold on to those memories, you know, those things that he did for us or he did with us that made him a father, that made him complete or personal to us mm. so that's that's it i had to actually sigh because a sigh of of <laughs> the fact that i actually can relate to your experience mm. you know yes. and my condolences really um sad story but also i mean we have hope in the fact that he had a great um he left back a very great um legacy for you guys mm. and that's why you can actually talk good of him yes and that's very beautiful and I can relate because I lost my mom at the age of 17 and it's funny because my mom was actually a very um, devoted Christian, you know, she was very active in church. I come from a very um, Christian and religious background, mm. we're born into the Anglican church, we ported to, to um, um, the Protestant, that's the Pentecostal and then she was really serious with church. She was that person who would you know pray fast and all of that she was actually a very kind woman and, and, and i'm not saying this because she is or she was my mom i'm saying this because that's just what it is i mean she was very un- unproblematic and everything mm-hmm. and long story short she was actually sick for some time and then one day my dad actually called me and i was actually in church praying for her <laughs> praying that god is going to heal her i actually brought up her case before the prayer group and wow. I said, oh, my, my mom was actually very, um, you know, she's actually really sick and really down right now. Let's pray that God is going to heal her. And immediately we were done praying. I got a phone call from my dad. And wow. he said... And the phone call is supposed to be like, ah, okay, mommy is well. Mommy. Yeah, exactly, you know. <laughs> and what he said, he just said, Maga Wala. And for wow. people who are not you, I mean, that means your mom is dead. And he just dropped the call. That was all. And wow. I smashed my phone and I that was I can't, I can't still remember and I started wailing and started crying, and and this it's been eight years since I lost my mom. I lost my mom in 2013, you know, wow. and grief is such a wonderful thing. And you said something when you started the, the podcast. You said that what is the best way to deal with grief? Mm. Um on a surface level i actually think that there is no best way to deal with grief that's why i think <laughs> because we are different and and grief is so arbitrary in the sense that the way it affects me is different from the way it affects you i mm. cried the day my dad told me you didn't cry the day your mom told you, you, see, you <laughs> yeah 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 i cried you know <laughs> and and you had the courage to tell your sisters mm. that that dad was gone but guess what i didn't have the courage to tell my brothers that were actually here with me mm. i went home that day i couldn't tell them they were all playing 
And wow. in my head, I'm like, these, these guys don't know what's up. Like, gosh, I felt really bad. I didn't even sleep at home hmm. because I didn't want them to notice like, yes, yes, that something yes. was actually wrong. wrong. Because my sister was actually with my mom and my dad, um, you know, when my mom actually died. So, so basically, I couldn't tell them. So you see how it's different in the way we actually approach it yes. because we are actually quite different, different people. So, so I think that grief is, just like I said, is really arbitrary. And what has really helped me in eight years of dealing with the, you know, with the demise of my mom, uh, you know, I questioned God. And I want to say to Christians especially, it's absolutely normal for you to ask God why. Yes. It's normal for you to be mad at God and say, God, I don't understand this and I don't know why you did this. Mm. Because I think that many times we we are very inspirational and motivational about God. And we do not realize that, that there are also down times with God. Times that you actually have to ask God why. You mm. have to battle with God and ask him, why did this happen to me? Mm. Take for example, Job, you know, he actually asked God, I don't understand what's happening, you know, what, what is this, you know. He was almost at the verge of, you know, <laughs> denouncing yes. his faith and everything. Um, so so I, I think that it's absolutely okay for you to be mad at God as a Christian, you know. Mm. And number two, I think that you have to embrace what has happened. Yes. I don't, I don't believe in too much idealistic um, approach when it has to do with grief. In the sense that you hear people say stuff like, oh, he's in a better place. Yes, he's actually in a better place, but I want him to be here with me too. True, true. <laughs> you feel me? Yes, yes. Let him be here with me. Yes. Let's go to the better place together. together. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so when people say he's in a better place, I, like I understand, obviously, it comes from a good place. Yes. Um, because they're trying to console you. But I think that that it's okay for you to wallow in that feeling because there is something that happens when you avoid what you feel it basically gets pent up, you know. True. The frustration, the resentment, the the pain, it gets pent up and it gets to you a place where you just fall and it's just a relapse into mm. acute depression mm, mm, or anxiety mm. and all of that mm. stuff. So it's absolutely normal for you to deal with grief as a Christian and you are struggling to even believe God in that place. And we need to realize that as Christians, right, that if we don't get to the point where we try to question our faith in god we i don't think we've really seen something you know because if everything is really smooth yes. it's easy to have faith in god yes, yes, it's true. easy to understand true. god true. everything is going the way that we go mm. and all of that stuff but then when we are when we are basically um when we hit rock bottom or things actually, actually go, tested exactly that's when we actually tested so i think it's actually absolutely normal but i i, I say something that also helped me number one i talked about the fact that we have to um ask god we have yes, to question it's okay god it's, it's okay to, right question, yeah. number two i talked about um how we accepting accepting right now number three I, I i i think that it's it's totally fine for you to understand that it is not a linear journey in the sense that grief is not something that goes one way <laughs> let me mm. tell you I, I still cry about my mom after eight years wow sometimes i still cry so so what, what am i trying to say i'm trying to say that sometimes you're going to feel really strong mm. i've healed the next day you are down so the healing is actually an everlasting stuff you know 
because you can't take away the memories you shared with them. True. You can't take away the the their idea idiosyncrasies like that that their quirks like those things that were really very um distinctive and different about, about them. them. Like you can find somebody who looks like your dad, you can find somebody who talks like your dad, you can find somebody who acts like your dad, but they are not your dad. True. Period. Very true. And that alone is so hurting. Mm-hmm. This is someone who trained you. This is someone who has been with you. In my case, my mom, you know. Mm. So so we need to accept the fact that we've lost someone who we will never see again. They, they didn't go on a vacation like you said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they actually are gone, you know. But also, another thing that we need to realize as Christians is that because I, I had a conversation, you know, on, on my page one day and, and I asked people, why did you stop going to church? Why did you stop believing in God? And I think I had over 2,000 comments on that post and 60 or 70% of them said, I lost a loved one. How will I lose my brother mm. and lose my mother and lose my, my sister mm. and lose everybody and lose this and lose that? in such a very short time i'm tired people sent me dms people were like oh what is this what is that why is god this way you know death if god is actually god why did he not answer my prayer i prayed that my mom was gonna you know and all of that stuff and i said something as christians we need to realize that god's purpose for us is beyond the grave Mm. Mm. that's one thing that we don't realize that god's plan for us is beyond the grave and and we need to understand that god knows what it means to struggle with grief and that was why in isaiah christ was actually described as the man of suffering the man who knows sorrow mm. the man of grief yes, yes because god actually lost his own son i mean obviously like in the not literal sense but you get what i mean yes he lost his own son for the redemption of, of mankind. mankind so he knows what it means to lose a loved one yes god never promised us that everything was going to be rosy and also i think a part of it is actually acknowledging the sovereignty of god yes and what does it mean to acknowledge the sovereignty of god that god can do anything anyhow whatever where anywhere however and that is what makes him god yes but guess what i think that a lot of christians are actually so disillusioned in a reality where they think that God is only faithful when God does the things that they want. Mm. But God is faithful even if you lose all of your family members today. God is faithful even if you lose your dad, your mom, and everyone in a plane crash. Mm. God is faithful if you go bankrupt today. God's faithfulness is not based on how you feel. It's just the fact that that is his His nature. nature. It is what it is. Mm. And so we need to get to that level of intimacy. And I understand that not everyone is is in that place. Mm. It takes... A process to get there yeah. and that's why we we should actually really you know in our fellowship in our gatherings we should really be so family oriented you know look out for people who are grieving you know yes meet them you know hug them give them a hug everything is not always about oh let me pray for you oh let me sometimes they, they don't want to hear that mm-hmm. sometimes they just need a hug sometimes mm-hmm. they don't even want you to say anything yes, sometimes they just want you to be there mm-hmm. and just hold them and just check up on them, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 so just like I said, I don't think that there is one way. I talked about God's sovereignty and the fact that God's purpose for us is beyond the grave. Mm-hmm. When we understand that death is only a transition and it's not the end of what we are because we are yes. spirits, right? Mm-hmm. So death is just the shedding of the, mort- the mortal, mortal body that we have, yes. So And we know that on one glorious morning, we will meet our loved ones who slept in Christ. Mm-hmm. They didn't die, they slept in Christ. Yes. So, and talking about crying and all of that stuff and showing vulnerability is totally okay. Yes. When Lazarus died, 
Christ wept. Mm-hmm. Jesus, the, do you know that there's a difference between crying, sobbing, wailing, and weeping? Do you know, you know what it means to weep? When you are weeping, you are shouting. <laughs> ah! I'm, I'm, oh, God! He didn't cry. Jesus did not cry. He mm. wept mm. on behalf of Lazarus. What what does that mean? I mean, that was actually God in the form, in of, man. form of man. And he cried. And, still, and yeah. he cried. And, and I think he was trying to model to us that it's absolutely normal yes. for you to actually feel that way. But he said something. He said that he's not dead. He's sleeping. Mm. He's not dead. He's sleeping. So, and we need to realize that any anyone of our you know family members who actually die in Christ, they are not they are not dead. They are sleeping. Yes. And and one of the things that also helped me is understanding the fact that, I mean, it's okay for you to cry. It's okay for you to do all of that stuff. Um, but also, you just come to realization that this has happened, and the world is not going to stop. Yes. You don't have to wallow in self pity mm. because when you wallow in self pity nothing is going to come out of it see let me tell you my mom died the next day i still ate mm-hmm. i still the next week i'll still drink my my favorite drink mm-hmm. the you know the world will not stop because yes. of your struggle yes and if you if you if you face the world from a victimhood perspective you are defeated already because you always feel feeling like the world is against you mm. You need to actually understand these things because you just wallow in that place and you're like, oh God, you, you, you just feel like people should pay extra attention to you just because, well, not just, but because you are passing through this struggle of, you know, griefing, you know, the loss yes. of a loved one. But I mean, that makes sense. However, you need to also be strong for yourself, mm-hmm. understanding that nobody will carry that pain like you will. will people will can tell you don't worry you'll be fine they can hug you you can go talk to your pastor but when you go back home and you are alone mm. with your thoughts and you remember how your mom used to talk to you and maybe you have the photos and you have images and you have videos and you have all of that stuff recordings and you and you watch them nobody will be there to actually feel what you feel mm-hmm. so you need to be strong for yourself and understand that they have actually they are done with their race yes and you have to push your own race so and that that comes to the fact that death actually inspires me Mm. the fact that i know that one day there will be a full stop to my life you are you give your life all you give exactly i give it i give it all my mom is done so as much as i have good memories of her i need to actually live a life that will be worth people talking good of even after period so because we are going to be dead much longer than we are alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> you, 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 like th- that's just a fact. We are going to be dead much longer than we are alive. So, we have the time that we have right now to do all make... that we ca- that we can do to make sure that when we are dead, that we actually are not dead. Mm. Jesus died, but he didn't die. A lot of people have died, but they left, you know, things for people to remember, just like your father, yes. like my mother. Yes. People are impressions. People yes. are values. People are experiences. Mm. So the question is, continue with your own experience. And you can do that with griefing, actually. You can actually still continue. Struggle all you can. It's okay for you to struggle. But you need to understand that in that grief, God is with you. And you don't need to understand why God did what he did. Yeah. You need to get to that level of intimacy where you are like, God, I don't need to understand why you did what you did, but I'm okay with what you did as mm. long as you did it. Yes. Because I know that whatever you do is it's always good. in it. Thank you. It's, mm. it's good. Mm. 
so I, basically this is this is just what i think and 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 i think that preachers out there or you know um religious leaders out there should leave or give people the space to grief without trying to spiritualize it so much let people cry let them doubt god let them actually you know ask god why let and you know what sorry sorry, sorry for yeah, continue yeah. i feel what's I, I feel being expressive when it comes to the loss of a loved one is important because if you don't express yourself, people might not really ne- might not necessarily know how to help you. Mm-hmm. Because when you are now expressing yourself, you are vocal, you are you are audible, you are talking, you are speaking out, like okay, or you are crying and all of that. You are expressing what it is you're feeling inside out. Mm-hmm. That way, when it needs, when it will require. So, an, an external intervention the intervention can come on time yeah. now let me let me let me put it this other way imagine someone who is very very quiet that's my my late dad typical example you are very quiet you don't talk to anybody and then you are you are dealing with a particular illness i'm just using this as an instance now yeah. like you don't talk to anybody and then you're dealing with a particular disease or you're dealing with an illness and the thing is eating you deep inside and you're not talking to anybody and then all of a sudden, one day, everybody just sees that you have lost maybe 20, 30, 40 pounds. <laughs> and you're now looking like, I, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? By then, it has eaten up major organs in your body. And then it's just a matter of days or months or years yeah. and you're gone. So that's why I feel that being expressive when it comes to the loss of a loved one will help will go a long way to help so that when people know when 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 it is time for human or an external intervention it can come and it can come on time yeah and 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 that's why i said that um clergymen or you know people yes power should not just spiritualize it because in the over spiritualizing of human emotions because guess what what you feel when you lose a loved one god puts it in you yes Yes. That feeling that you have, God put it in you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So our emotions are not meant to our emotions are not meant to be um they are not meant to be um how am I going to put this right now? That they're not meant to be repressed. They are meant to be expressed, expressed. but in an intelligent way. Mm-hmm. Anger is a valid emotion. True. Should you express anger? Yes. Mm-hmm. Should you express anger violently? No. No you get what i mean mm-hmm. so that was why i talked about pastors or you know um leaders in what in whatever capacity you are actually leading to give people that room to that room and not necessarily come with you know um a, a lot of bible verses i'm not saying that that's wrong mm-hmm. but what i'm saying that we have to be sensitive and let them grieve yes it's okay it's all right I don't understand what it means. I mean, I mean, maybe we should actually. Do you think we should delve into how you can actually help someone who's grieving right now? Yes, yes, yes. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because, because personally, I think that a lot of times, first of all, you know, people say stuff like they're in a better place. Mm. Just like I said earlier, mm. I think that it can actually be, <laughs> it can actually be disturbing to actually say they are actually in a better place. Sometimes, you know. They already know that they are in a better place. Mm. They are dealing with the fact that they are no longer here. Here, yes, yes. You know, and and you know, there is something about Africans generally. We give unsolicited counsel. 
<laughs> and I think that it is very important that you ask people, how can I be of support to you? Yes. You are griefing. How, what do you want me to do? What can I do to make you feel better? Yes. Ask these questions. Don't actually assume that they want you to pray for them. Mm. Or they want you can pray for them in your closet without having to tell, force them. Let's pray. Don't worry. Let's pray. The feeling will go away. Don't mm. just let's pray. Let, no, ask them. How do you want me? Do you want me to come around? Do you want me to do something? Is there anything you want me to do? That's number one. Number two, I also think that you know sometimes people say oh that people actually overflog the fact that they've lost a loved a loved one. You don't know what it means for mm. someone to lose someone that is dear to them. Yes. Period if you lost your own and you did not cry leave the people who, who yes. lost their own and they are crying to cry okay you know and and we need to understand that people have different uh, different um pain threshold mm. in the sense that um i can actually somebody can actually lose their dog and cry okay. and it takes them three years to get over it and somebody can lose their father and it and they don't cry and it takes them one year to get over it mm-hmm. so let people own their individuality in how they express grief yes and you know and another thing is what people do is oh he lived a very good life oh you know he 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 died old i understand that sentiment but you know the shocking thing about death is that even when we know that it is it is something that we will never escape but it's always shocking when it happens Happens. (laughs) always (laughs) even if your grandmother is 200 years old and she dies today you'll be shocked yes <laughs> so 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 that, that's basically what i think in a, in a nutshell mm. yeah i mean it's uh, it's it's i when you were even talking just now i just remembered something that happened when when my i lost my dad i had gone for the funeral we did everything i came back my boss i was just gisting with my boss so my boss was like oh, how is everybody how is your mom how is she coping i just told her and she not told me Hmm. I haven't lost my own father too. I've even lost my own father too. In my mind, I'm like, do we? Are we now competing? Yeah, that, that's, that, that's something else that Nigerians do. Somebody actually told me when I lost my mom. He said, I remember in the car when he was actually taking me home. Church member, I was crying. I was crying. He said, I lost my, I lost my mom and I lost my dad at this age. And you know, you just not like. We are not Let's, competing. It's yes, not a competition yes. of who, who is suffering more. Exactly. You lost your mom. You lost your father. You lost the whole of your family. That's fine. This is my own reality mm-hmm. that I'm actually yes. pain yes. about. No need to start telling people, oh, I also... And this is something that emotional intelligence is very important. Yes. When you are talking to people who are in pain, don't try to bring up your own pain. Oh, your own pain, yes. Because your pain is not their pain. Yes, Even true. if you think that your experience is more gruesome than theirs mm-hmm. but the fact is that their pain might actually be, they might feel theirs more because, than yours like you said everybody will have different. different thresholds exactly so I think that you should not or people should not actually come with that whole thing of well I, I lost my mom when I was 18 you know I handled it really well this 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 da 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 da, da. you can't do it too mm-hmm. leave them alone <laughs> I, I leave them they will be fine you know yes. and I mean to everyone listening to this um, episode of this podcast and you are dealing with grief I just hope that you find courage to yes. go through the process that you have to go through yes. and and the thing is that when you lose a loved one and you go through the process it does something to your faith in God mm. and you understand the reality of what, how God how Christ died mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. understand what it meant mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes yes, sense yes. and 
you you have something to hope for yes the fact that he's coming back and your loved ones who actually died in him only slept and yes. they will be awake someday sure sure okay thank you so much thank you i really you. um enjoyed this conversation and yes. it was so um it was so interesting in in the sense that we, we were actually just being human and yes. and i hope that whoever is listening to this will let themselves be human there yes. is a reason god god created you with flesh and blood mm. <laughs> and with emotions and yes. with feelings because they are they, they they are valid they can be valid you know true, true. so i we, we just hope that you get better through um your journey of of grief and yeah. you know dealing with the demise of a loved one yeah always talk to somebody don't just isolate you know, yourself yes always talk to somebody always find time to communicate with people that way you you always feel better all right this is this is it on this episode thank you once again and we'll be here you'll be hearing from us very soon thank you so much for listening you made it this far this means you listened to everything thank you so much i appreciate go ahead and subscribe to my podcast if you haven't already and follow me on my socials i am on facebook at chima okwe i'm on instagram at c okwe that is c-e-e-o-k-o-y-e and i'm on twitter at okwe c-e you can also be notified as well when my new contents drop also if you want to also for sponsorship and ads kindly do a mail to me at okwe chima 84 at gmail.com that is okoyechima84 at gmail.com have you a blessed and a fruitful week ahead